0: Oh, peace be you all.
1: I thank God for this day and I thank you for all He has done for us. I thank God because He's never, He never leaves us. and He never forsakes us. He sees what we go through. He sees the struggles, the trials, the tribulation, the pain. He sees it all. And I was wondering why not to ask God what there is now because we're not supposed to. But I was wondering why do people of God fight so much because I do know the word says that through much tribulation you will enter into the kingdom of God and he says gird your minds and be ready to fight always he says that the devil's here to kill to steal and to destroy him. but we have the Holy Ghost we have the keeping power so why do we have to fight why can't it be like we fight today we win and then we're good Know, we, we fought, but it's not that way. And it, it we want it to be that way sometimes, but it's not. But the Lord explained something to me very much of why it is the way it is. And when I found out why it is the way it is, it made me rejoice. And I, and I do not mind the fights. And I it, the more the merry. We're going to be reading out of Second Corinthians. I'll be reading it, chapter 4, 1 through 12. We're going to Lamentations 3, 22 through 24. 2 Timothy 4. 1 through 5, 1 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 5, 1 Timothy 6, 11 through 12, 2 Corinthians 5, 1 through 9, and 2 Corinthians 6, 1 through 10. Let us all rise. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for another day. Thank you, my God, for your many blessings. Thank you for your mighty, outstretched hand. Thank you, my Father, for all the things that we go through. Thank you because you never leave us. Thank you because you have given us the victory, and we don't even know it yet, my God, that you have won every single battle that we're facing and we can't even see it but i ask that you open our eyes today and let us understand what the word is saying that we may know how to approach every situation that comes up my god give us a heart of understanding today and open up our eyes and our ears spiritually that we may see and hear in jesus name we pray amen Amen. you may be seated so in the in the book of corinthians second corinthians i was wondering why so many fights constantly it never It seems to never stop it seems that when you go through one battle you go through a next you get out of that one and you have another one you you finish that one and you rejoice for a couple moments and you get this other big battle that you have to go through and it it feels like a never-ending situation that we feel like we just cannot get a break and God showed me something, and sometimes he has to show us something in the flesh to make us understand something in the spirit. But he began to talk to me and told me, what do you think about the president of the United States? That man, according to society, is the most valuable person in the United States. He does not travel by himself. He travels with bodyguards 24 hours a day. They are around the White House. They are in his house. They are in his room. They, not that I know and I haven't been there, but I've heard they taste the food before he eats it because just so somebody won't poison it. He has a select few of people that he trusts to be around him at all times he is the most protected person in a way of speaking in the united states then you go to these pop stars and you go to these actors and actresses and you see them they don't travel by themselves they have bodyguards they have armed security not just a little security that we have on our house because according to them we are not that important but they are worth millions of dollars and so they are protected and they pay for protection because somebody has tried and will always try to either kidnap them or their children and ask for a ransom, try to kill them, they try to do anything because people will do anything they can for money. They will kill a nation for money. They want money, so if your life is valuable as far as money-wise, you are on the really top list of being taken out because they want what you have. It's the same thing in the spiritual realm with God. See, the devil tried to become God. He tried to sit on the throne of God. He tried to take over the kingdom of God, and he got cast out. But now you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. You are carrying worth more than millions of dollars. You are worth so much, a vessel of honor in the sight of God. You have the Holy Ghost. You have the gift of healing. You You have the gift of prophesying. You have every spiritual gift that God has, you are carrying. You think the devil's not trying to kill you to take what you have. Now, if you don't want to be counted worthy to obtain this kind of mercy and love, you can do what the one disciple did and wrap it in a napkin and bury it because you are tired of being chased. You are tired of fighting. You can put it down. But when God sees you and he says they are worthy, they will fight, they will go through it all, he counts you worthy to obtain what he has. We can't have better honor than that. In the sight of God, we are higher than every pop star, actress, president. We are of way more value. We are carrying something that money cannot buy. You can have all the silver and all the gold in this world, and you cannot buy a portion of what God has given us. So you think the devil's going to sit there and watch us carry this precious seed and not do something? Oh, he's out to kill he's trying to take what he lost he's trying to gather what he cannot have you are a trophy to god that the devil really wants to destroy if the president is that protected what do you think we need and that is why we have the holy ghost the keeping power we just can't give up we are counted worthy to carry this stuff don't let us say lord i don't want to be worthy because i'm tired no, we are worthy. We were counted worthy, not because of our goodness, but because God chose us to be able to carry what he has. So if it causes me to fight every single day, I will make it to the finish line because he won't suffer no more to come upon us than we're able to bear. We are precious in the sight of God. We are vessels of honor. We are chosen people, and the devil really is a hate. He's really mad at us. He wants to kill us. We're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God we don't handle the word of God deceitfully we hold it in truth we're not going to water it down because somebody doesn't want to hear it we're not going to water it down because we're trying to save face we will hold the truth of God and let it be known Jesus said let your light shine let it shine Yes, the devil's going to see you. Yes, he's going to come after you. But let your light shine. Because if you think about it, when you're fighting against God, you're sad. You're sorrowful. You don't have no joy. Nothing seems to go right. You feel drained all the time. You're never just happy. Everything seems to go wrong, and you're just, and I know I've been there. When I can't not seem to get a grip. But when you fight with God against the enemy, although you may look like you're losing, that joy that you have inside cannot be taken away. The peace of mind that you have cannot be stripped away. You can fight from the morning until the nighttime with the same joy of the Lord. I remember mommy used to cry because things were going wrong. And she would go in her room, and she would cry out to God, and she would come out just so excited. And I was like, I know, I know that you didn't get an answer for all of your problems that fast. But I was little, and I couldn't see. I was looking for a physical, I answered your prayers, but I couldn't see. It wasn't that she physically got an answer at that moment. She got a spiritual answer that it was going to be okay, just hold on. And when God gives you joy, you cannot lose that. You can have it no matter what's going on. You can still have the same joy. When they were stoning Stephen, he said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He never lost his joy because he was fighting the right kind of fight. Don't give up. You are counted worthy in the sight of God. What did Peter and John and them say when they got beat up? They went rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for his name. So if you're not counted worthy to suffer for the name of Jesus Christ, then you only have one place you're going to end up. Because he says you're not worthy. You're not going to fight. You're going to quit. You're going to bury it in a napkin. I'm not going to give it to you. And he don't count you worthy to have it. But when he knows that they're going to hold on no matter what, they're going to fight a good fight of faith, they can have everything that I got because they will not give it away. They're not going to trade it just for a little bit of peace. The Bible says that the disciples, they had an opportunity to be delivered, but they chose not to. They wanted to endure to the end. We're going to Lamentations 3.22-24. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not conceived because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning, great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, saith my soul, therefore will I hope in him. See, it doesn't matter what we go through. The Lord is our portion. The Lord is our strength. He is our redeemer. He's our high tower. He's our salvation. He's everything that we need. We just have to hold on. We don't run this race because of our strength and because of we were good. No, we run this race because of the mercy of God that he has shown on us and counted us worthy to obtain this kind of blessings that he has for us. And when he saw that we will go, he gives. He doesn't pour out his spirit upon people that are not going to go. Because he says, don't cast your pearls to the swine. Neither give that which is holy to the dogs. So he's not going to do it. But when he sees, Lord, I'm weak, I may not be able to make it till tomorrow. But I'm not going to give up till I get there. He'll pour out his spirit upon you. He will give you everything that he has. Because he knows you're going to fight till the last breath you have. The three Hebrew boys, they said, we're not careful how we answer you. The God who we serve will deliver us, and if not, we still won't bow down. They were not going to lose their faith, and they did. They came out very victorious. We're going to 2 Timothy 4, 1 through 5.
2: I charge thee, therefore, before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing and his kingdom, preach the word, be instant and season. Reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lusts shall they reap to themselves teachers, having itching ears, and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables.
1: Don't let that happen to us. Sometimes we have heard, it has been said, the truth hurts. And sometimes it does. The truth can hurt, but the truth also makes you free. So don't turn away from the truth. Though it looks bad, the devil will multiply. The devil will make it seem like if you go down this road, I will kill you. If you do what God says, I will make your life so miserable, you won't know what to do with yourself. Don't listen to that. If you make my life miserable, I'm going anyway. Because I will obey the commandments of the Lord. I will stick to the truth. I don't want to be delivered. I want to endure to the end. And when we have that mentality to endure to the end, the peace and the joy of the Lord is past our understanding. We will be able to endure till the end. The children of Israel, when they came out of the land of Egypt, God gave them a promise. He said, here is your promised land. Go and get it. But they didn't want to. They were afraid. They didn't want to fight. They wanted to just give us the promised land, but we don't want to go get it. And that's not the way it works with God. And so God told them, okay, you didn't want to go fight. You didn't trust me. Now you don't get to get it. Now you're going to all die. And they had to wait 40 years until everybody died that was old enough to go to battle. Because when God makes us a promise, it is a promise, but you have to be obedient and go get it. He's not going to always give us all of his promises and we do absolutely nothing but sit there. Because that's less, we value it a lot less if everything is just handed to us. But when you have to work for it and go get it and you fight and you see the miracles and the power that God really has. And you look back and you say, man, God brought me a mighty long ways. When you get to the promised land, you enjoy it so much more because God gave you the victory over everything. Hallelujah. How can you have the victory if you never have a battle? You can't. We pray, Lord, give us the victory, but take away the battle. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. But when you say, Lord, I want the victory, he's okay, well, here's the battle, and you will have the victory. I will let you win. We're going to go to second. 1 Thessalonians 2, 1 through 5.
0: For yourselves,
2: brethren, know our entrance in unto you, that it was not in vain. But even after that we had suffered before and were shamefully entreated, as you know, at Philippi, we were bold in our God to speak unto you the gospel of God with much contention.
0: For our exhortation was not of deceit, nor of uncleanness, nor in guile. But as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even as we speak, not as pleasing men, But God, which trieth our hearts, for neither at any time use we
1: flattering words, as ye know, nor a cloak of covetousness, God is witness. See, it is because of God that entrusted us with his gospel. This word of truth that we have, it wasn't because we would get good. It's because God entrusted us with this word. He entrusted us with the Holy Ghost. He entrusted us with his favor, with his peace, with his love, with his joy, with his compassion. He entrusted us with it. We cannot let him down. There's nothing in this world that is worth more than what God has given us. There's not. He has entrusted us so much, counted us worthy. I don't want him to say, okay, never mind. Let me take some of this because you don't want to stand up. I don't want him to do that. I want him to say, oh Alan will go, let me give him more. And I will go until I have not another breath left to give. We're going to uh, back to first 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. When God sends you guys out to preach, all of us, when he sends us out to preach and to teach, some people are not going to want to listen to you. Some people are going to shrug it off. Some people are going to say, no, that's not true. I don't believe that. Don't get discouraged. Keep on telling the truth because it's only to those that are lost that will not believe the truth. But it doesn't mean hate these people. It means now we know what to pray for. If we run into somebody and we tell them the truth and they ignore the truth or get rid of it or they don't want to hear it, all we got to do is pray for them. We know now these people are lost. Lord, will you leave the 99 and go find this person? Will you go and bring them back to the light? Will you go and rescue your children? We continue and we will know how to pray for people. Don't be discouraged just because somebody doesn't want to listen to you. Be encouraged to keep on going. Verse 4, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your ministers for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of man. We have all of these treasures in earthen vessels and one reason is because if god did not let us go through something and he gave us all of this knowledge and wisdom and understanding and the holy ghost and the every all his spiritual gifts and we never had to fight guess what would happen we would begin to get puffed up and boast that we were somebody And we could say to ourselves, oh, that would never happen to me. I would never do that. But if you read from Genesis to Revelation, there's not one person that didn't do that. Peter got called Satan because he started to say, we don't have to do that. We can fight like this. Solomon fell because he was so wise, he thought he knew. You cannot go against the commandment of God. David, the king, fell because he was the king and could do whatever he wanted to do. You cannot take the word of God and all of this glory and not get puffed up. It doesn't happen. Paul said, I have a thorn in my side so that I won't get puffed up. So when God gives you all of this power and wisdom and understanding, you need to believe he's going to let you go through things so you will keep in mind this is of God, not of me. That one king, he made a speech and they said it was a speech of God and not of a man. And because he did not give God the glory, he was eaten up by worms alive on the spot. God lets us go through things so that we know this is of God, this is not of me. Because he is so merciful, he wants to make it possible that we can inherit the kingdom of God. So he fixes it in such a way that we cannot boast. We can't get full of pride. We're always running to him. We're always staying with him. And then we can make it in. He makes it possible. He doesn't make it impossible. The devil makes it look like you guys are always fighting and it never is going to end. Probably. But I only can live so long. I'm not going to live for 500 years. I may push 80 if by the grace of God. So if I struggle for 80 years and then an eternity with God, that is well worth it to me. The balance is way in my favor. <laughs> you know, so I would rather struggle for this lifetime and then end up with eternity with Jesus than to enjoy a little bit of pleasures for now and then an eternity in hell. That, that, that doesn't add up to me. I don't want that number. We're going to keep reading. Verse 8 For we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. The word troubled means to be crowded, afflicted, thronged, to suffer tribulation, to feel the pressure of our circumstances or the antagonizing of the people. So when you are troubled on every side, you feel like your circumstances is too much. You can't go. Your circumstance is too hard and the devil magnifies it and he brings it this way and he hits you that way and he tries to run over you over here and you are being troubled all the way around. You've got to understand that you are carrying something so valuable, the devil will stop at nothing. Keep your mind on God. Be extremely happy that you were counted worthy to carry it. They will not go to the bank in my little pickup and put all that cash in my pickup and tell me to deliver it but they'll put it in an armored car because that armored car can withstand up to so many calibers of bullets, up to a bomb blast of so many pounds, and they have armored people in there to protect the money from one place to another. You think God is going to give you the Holy Ghost and everything so valuable in a vessel that is not going to go, that will fall for anything? No. But when he knows they are going to fight no matter what, Then I will. They will protect what I give them. They will use it. Then he will pour out his spirit upon us. Then he will fill us. He said no man gets new wine and puts it into an old bottle. But they get new wine and puts it into a new bottle. And both are preserved. When we let God mold us and make us, and the trial of our faith is more precious than gold. Though we were tried by the fire, no matter what we go through, we let Jesus know we will not give up. You can count me worthy to hold on to what you got, and he will. We can't give up. It is an honor to be counted worthy of God to hold on to what he has. It says we are troubled on every side, but not. Distress Distress means we're not pushed into a narrow space till we lose our freedom. We're not going to go through so much until we lose the joy of the Lord, until we lose our freedom in Christ. We're not going to go through that much. We will be able to hold on and to contain what God has given us. It says that we are perplexed. Perplexed means to have no way out. And then you read about Jesus when he said, Father, if it's your will, let this cup pass from me. But nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. You have a path in your life that you have to walk down. You have some tribulations that you just have to go through. If you don't go through them, you're not going to reach the promises that God has for you. Jesus, if he would have said, okay, I'm done, I don't want to do this, and he called for his legions of angels, they would have come down and handled business, and none of us would have been able to make it in, none of us, but he didn't, he didn't have a way out, there was no other way but for him to die on the cross, there was no other way, so sometimes when we're going through something, remember, God doesn't put us through something for no reason, that was the only way for us to get to what God has planned for us. Hold on, don't be discouraged, don't give up the fight, don't lose faith, just hold on. God's got you. He never leaves you. And then it says, we are perplexed, but not in despair. Despair means to utterly lose, and it also means that there will be a way. So although there's not a way out of the situation, he made a way for you to win. See, he says, you can go to the promised land. You can have the land of Canaan, but you have to fight. But I'm going to make it possible for you to win. I'm going to bring down the walls of Jericho. I'm going to part the sea. I'm going to make it possible for you to win. You can't get it no other way, but I will make it possible for you to go through. So the gifts and the callings that God has given each and every one of us, yes, the devil's going to follow us. Yes, the devil's going to try to knock us down. Yes, the devil's going to fight until he can't fight anymore. But the good news is, is that the victory belongs to you. And that God has already made the way for you to make it to the other side. He has already prepared the way for you to win. He's already won it for you. You just have to go and get the victory. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just because it looks bad, don't give up. I'm going to confess one of my faults that I just did not so I got a phone call. I was doing very fine. I was running for Jesus, it felt like. I was fighting this good fight of faith, I thought, and I got a phone call and the phone call that I got got was gonna allow one of my daughters to do something I didn't want her to do and I was told I'm not asking, I'm letting you know what's gonna happen. I'm not asking you for your permission. I'm telling you what I'm going to let her do. And at that moment, I felt so helpless. I There was nothing I could do. I felt so helpless. I got I started to get angry, and I started to think, you know what? I There needs to be something I can do. And I began to get frustrated. So I said, you know what? I don't want to get mad. I don't want to get frustrated. There's nothing I can do. I just don't want to think about this anymore. So I'm going to go watch some funny videos and just make myself laugh. And I don't want to think about that, no. So I did. And I started watching these funny videos. And one video led to the next and the next and the next. And before I knew it, a couple hours had passed by. And the Lord told me, when you go through something, are you going to turn to vanity or turn to me? You turn to... funny video instead of turning to me and saying, Lord, this is what I'm going through. I'm hurting and this is what's happening. And here's my problems. When he said, cast all your cares upon me for I care for you. Don't get your cares and cast them on vanity. Don't get your cares and cast them somewhere else that will not benefit you at all. Those people don't even know I was watching their video. They can do absolutely nothing for me. And a few hours later, I was laughing because it was funny, but the problem still remained. But if you take it to Jesus and you say, this is what I'm going through. He's the only one that can say, I will fix that right now for you. Or I'm letting it happen for a reason. Hold on. He's the only one that can consolate you. He's the only one that can give you the peace of mind that you need. And I said, you know what, Lord? I will not do that again. I got blindsided. I slipped. And I felt so bad after I slipped. I said, you know what? I won't slip again. You can come if you want, but I won't slip again. Let's not turn to vanity. That's not where it's at. It doesn't help nobody. It didn't help me. It made me laugh. But the problem remains. When the video was finished, I was still the same upset until I prayed. And when I gave it to God and I got my phone and I lifted up the messages, then he gave me peace. Don't worry. After the working of Satan and his light and wonders, then I work. I give everybody a chance. But if I want to change the world, I can i just let people i let you fight up to a certain point but that one i let you see that you cannot be just running somewhere else when you get hurt go to jesus don't go to nothing else go straight to jesus he's the only one that'll help you he's the only one that can help you don't look for people don't look for things especially if it's not the truth those videos they are funny but you know they were made up they they didn't really happen (laughs) <laughs> Some of them were fixed. Don't turn to that. Don't try to just say, Lord, make it stop. No, say, Lord, take me through this. You know, don't don't try to make the fight stop. I don't want to think about this. I'm done. I'm just going to relax. Don't do that. Lord, take me through this. Help me to get to the other side. Show me what I need to do to endure to the end. Not, I want to give up and quit. Don't make that mistake. Run on. God's got you, you are all counted worthy to have what God has. We should be very, very happy. The more fights we see, the more we should know, yeah, I'm very valuable, and you can't get me. You can try, but you can't get me, because I am valuable. In the sight of God.
2: For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, and a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so, be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened not for that which we would be unclothed, but clothed upon. That mortality might be swallowed of life now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is god who also hath given unto us the earnest of the spirit therefore we are always confident knowing that whilst we are at home in the body we are absent from the lord for we walk by faith not by sight We are confident, I say, and willing rather than to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him.
1: See, we know that we have another place. This world is not our home. We have another place, the new Jerusalem, a mansion, a house that was made without hands. So why would we want to hold on to this life? If God says go, go. If they're going to kill you, it's only going to send you to heaven. That's all that's going to happen. Don't Is it that where we want to go? So when they were stoning Stephen, he was like, I got another. But you can have this body. I'm going to my other house. When they told Daniel, if you pray to any other God except the king, you will be thrown in the lion's den. He was like, I have. A home. This one's not mine. You can send me home whenever you feel like it. Let me get out of here. We do not fear what man can do unto us because our lives are hid with Christ. And we have a better place to be than this world. So let us not be worried and try to stop the fight. Let us run with patience. Let us go and make it to the end. Because when our fight is over, sometimes your fight can be over before you die before you fall asleep. Because Paul, he fought a good fight. And then he said, I have fought a good fight. I finished my course. And then he was able to preach for two years and nobody bothered him. Because he finished his fight. He went through his his course. He got his promised land. He didn't have to fight anymore. But as long as some of us only have one fight. But we're so scared of that one fight. We don't do it. And we just keep going in circles. Because you can't go until you go through that one. Once you go through that one. Then you'll see what's next. Don't hesitate. And the Bible says it is good that I have been afflicted while I am young. Because when you're young you can fight. You can go through it. Me and Adam, I think, were talking about yesterday. When you're young, you can do a lot of things. When you're out of shape and everything, you're not the same. You're not the same. And Jesus said, I called you young men because you are strong. You can endure. You can fight. I can give you battles that you can conquer and be a blessing to millions of people. And then you go get an 80-year-old man. He's not going to be able to do those same kind of fights. He can't. So God gives him what he can handle. But as when we are young, be grateful and endure it, go through it, because you can heal a lot faster when you're young. And when you get old, trust me, you won't heal that fast. Well, I used to want to be a BMX bike rider, and I didn't mind doing the tricks, because you fall, you get hurt, you get up, you dust it off, and you keep going on. Me, now, no, I'm not getting on that bike. I'll ride it to the store, but I'm not trying to do all those tricks, because I don't heal that fast anymore. And it feels like it hurts worse now than it did when I was young. So I'm not gonna do this. So while you're young, fight the spiritual fight because you can last a lot longer while you're young. Don't try to wait till you get older because the fight is the same, but it just feels harder and longer. Go through it when you're young. Get, let God use you while you're young. And then when you get old, he'll be right there. He said, I've been young and now I'm old. I haven't seen the righteous forsaken or the seed begging bread. Enter into what God has given you with patience. Verse Timothy six eleven through
2: twelve. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. We have to take hold of eternal life.
1: We have to fight a good fight of faith. 2 Corinthians 6, 1
0: we,
2: we then, as workers together with him, beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation have I secured thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Giving no offense in anything, that the ministry be not blamed. But in all things approving ourselves as the ministers of God in much patience, in afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, in stripes, in imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings, by pureness, by knowledge, by long-suffering, by kindness, by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned, by the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness on the right hand and on the left by honor and dishonor, by evil rapport and good rapport, as deceivers and yet true, as being known and yet well known, as dying and behold we live as chastened and not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing and yet possessing all things.
1: This we have to hold on and go through, because they did say that Jesus was poor, But yet he makes so many people rich. We might not have physical money sometimes, but if you have the richness of God in love and in faith, you can make a lot of people rich in God. You might people look down on you, but you keep on going. They talk bad about you, you keep on going. They talk good about you, you keep on going. They hate you, you continue. They love you, you continue. Never stop going. And then you will see at the end when he says, well done, my good and faithful servant, enter into the joy of the Lord. Such a place so great you won't even remember one day on this earth. That is worth fighting for. That is worth holding on to and not giving up. It's nothing's more important than that, that at the end of the day, we can hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. I long to hear that. I do long to hear that. Let us run, saints. Let us not give up, no matter how hard or bad it looks. It's for a reason. You are counted worthy to have the most priceless things. Money cannot buy what we have, ever. And may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We're going to open the altar if anyone needs prayer or wants prayer.
2: What do you want the Lord to say? What do you want the Lord to say?
1: fall away, don't let us blow in the towel, my God, don't let us bury the talents and the gifts that you have given us, but my Father, bless us to use them, stir up the gifts that are in us, my God, and let us use them to the fullest, my God, in Jesus' wonderful mighty name, my Father, bless every song that we sing, let the test we testify. Yes, bless the songs, you, my God. Bless the instruments. You. Bless yes, the word as it goes forth. Yes, bless us when we read your yes, word. My Jesus. God, bless Jesus. us in the, in the mighty name of Jesus. Name of Jesus,
0: thank you. Lord. My God, thank you,
1: oh Lord God. Yes, Remember Lord. Isaac in the name of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Give Jesus. him a safe flight, yes, oh Lord, Lord. God. Yes, Take Lord. care of him while well, he's Take there and bring Jesus. him back home safely in the mighty name of Jesus. My Father, I thank you and I praise you for all Yes, my Father, Jesus. bless us and keep us, Lord. My Father, sometimes we feel like we have fought day and night. And it feels like the battle will never end, my God. But Lord, bless us to hold on, my God, just a little while longer. In the mighty name of Jesus. My Father, give Laura the strength of God to stand and to do what she needs to do. Let her see what you want her to do, Lord. Never walk Jesus. this path with joy, yes, peace, yes, love. In the yes, Holy Ghost, yes, my Father, yes, don't yes, let yes, anything yes, be able Jesus. to stop her, my God. In Jesus' In wonderful Jesus, mighty name, Jesus, my Jesus. God bless us and keep us, that yes, so yes, at Lord. the end we will be able to hear, yes, well done, my good and faithful servant. My God bless us, oh Lord God to do that which is right and yes, holy and yes, acceptable yes, in your sight yes. my God bless every prayer that we pray let our prayers go up to you Jesus. us and the lifting up of our hands Have the easy sacrifice that we may praise thy name forever my God, remember our children, Jesus, oh Lord God. Yes,
0: Jesus, yes, yes. My Father, there's remember situations children, going on with our children that yes, we
1: seem to feel yes, Lord, that we have Jesus, no control over, that we cannot change things. But God, you can change yes, anything. So little, You're the only one that so little knows little. just how to save Jesus, your people. Yes, remember yes, our yes, children, Lord, my God. know just why but God protect these children oh Lord God yes Lord in Jesus name my father have your way in all of these children's lives keep them from the evil that it may not grieve them in Jesus wonderful mighty name my father protect their hearts protect their minds protect their eyes protect their ears in Jesus wonderful mighty name my 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 father I thank you and I praise you oh Lord God My Father, let your will be done in our lives, oh Lord. Lord, Let your will be done in this ministry. Let your will be done, my God, in this church, Lord. Lord, let your will be done. Lord, as it is in earth, let it be done. In earth as it is in heaven, my God. Lord, give us this day our daily bread, my God. And don't let it be, my God, that we harden our hearts. But let it be that we answer Him my God and that we run to you Lord when we go through something don't let us turn to vanity, but let us turn to you my God in Jesus wonderful mighty name Lord I thank you for these precious moments thank you my God for always being with us thank you for always watching over us and always protecting us my God Lord keep us under the shadows of your wings yes. until the day to passes by. Lord, in yes. Jesus' name we pray. The name. Amen. The,
0: the word of God that you have heard and received with an open heart to live it out actively with all of your being will yield you a balance full return. Thank you for listening to this message, as I hope it has been a blessing to you. Our goal is to show you the path of life and an opportunity of a lifetime. It is Christ's love and support that makes this opportunity possible. Please visit Guided Way Ministries online for more products, partnership, or to join. Visit us on Anchor to become a listener supporter. May God bless you, may he keep you, may he shine his face always upon you, and may he forever keep you.